could just be normal. <laughs> it's, oh, oh, it's so bad. Okay. Oh, Mike. Hey, everyone. I want to sync up. Mike's filled with beef and chicken right now, and he's so uncomfortable oh, on this oh, fucking couch. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we just worked out, then filled ourselves with beef and chicken, and then sat oh. on this horrible couch. <laughs> I'll yeah. give you the Theragun later while we watch. You how get Theragun. Can I, why, how should, why do I feel so bad when I should feel so good <laughs> right now? I just smashed a double deluxe and an eight-piece yeah. nug yeah. like it was no big deal. Buddy Ingrid was super jealous. Yeah, she's always jealous. I hope she still has a sense of smell. What's going to happen when she goes blind? Because I can see her going blind slowly. Yeah. And what happens when I have a blind and deaf wiener dog? Like, what is that Well, the smell will be there, though. Yeah, I know. But so what... she'll know at least when you're eating something Great. delicious. Great. Yeah. She's going to be bumping into the kitchen, just rooting around, trying to find food for uh, eight, nine, yeah, ten hours. It's fine. She's still going to be I took a nap today. Okay. Well, you take a nap pretty much every day. Yes, every day, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I was taking a nap today. And this little lady was just walking around the kitchen sniffing. And all I could hear, I was in my drowsy state, and all I could hear was like a little, her, her fingernail, her toenails. Click, yeah. click, 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 click. Yeah. It's like, stop. What are you, there's nothing there. I'm trying to nap. <laughs> trying to nap. And I was in that delirious state where everything is just louder and more amplified. Yeah, sure. So you became furious. And my wiener dog can't Obviously, hear me being mad at her. Furious. You got as mad as at Ingrid. For making noise while you were trying to nap in the middle of the day, as I did um, when Luther tried to snag a little taste of my Diet Coke. A He's just—he really wants that. He wants that Diet Coke. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna kick your cat. He's I'm not just, gonna do you that. You can't. That's—you um, can't. I know it's all—that's off limits. I can't do it. I'm not going to. I am not gonna kick your cat. All you have to do is just like snap near him, and he'll respond. But I feel like the lesson won't be properly learned. Well, here's the problem that you're gonna experience soon. The more and more that we do these at my apartment, yeah. the more and more he wants to love you. <laughs> the more and more he, he recognizes you and says, oh, I don't have to hide under the bed for this fella. I don't need Luther's love. <laughs> I need Luther's respect. I think if you There's show... A difference. I, say, I don't think you show him the proper respect. Maybe so he's I'm not going to give respect. I don't have to respect a cat. That's not the way it works in the animal I kingdom. I think Luther this does is... not agree. I can't say either way. I have no You're not... bone in the fight. Luther... Ingrid, what do you say? I have no bone in the fight. What I can just say? say that this is a thing that you guys have to work out because he's going to start loving you more and more. No, it's not. He's going to start not, loving you so much. We're not friends. So not, you'll, you'll feel that. If he really loved me, he'd leave my Diet Coke alone. He did. After I threatened him <laughs> with, with love. violence. <laughs> with love. Anyway, my name is Bo. And my name is Mike. And that means you are listening to Tope Suicida. wrestling can be and it's what it sounds like when you touch pitch and when you have a 36 year old wiener dog <laughs> who just can't leave her disgusting she just toy wants to alone. play fetch at all play times fetch all the time wants to eat your juicy prot wants to claim it for her own but mm -hmm. i'm sorry Ingrid, you have to eat your kibble. That's how we're going to keep you alive, mm -hmm. propped up in your in your uh, meat husk. Covered in probiotic powder. Far too long, uh, because the most important thing is that some someone or something lives as long as possible, no matter what. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's happy. Obviously. Yeah, obviously happy. Obviously. 
her tumor-ridden corpse. <laughs> well, we're here. It's a summer night. Yeah, that's fine. We're not here to kill. We're not. Here. We're not killing a dog here. We're not we're, killing. We're, right. we're, 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 we're. She's doing great. She's just playing with a toy down there. But it's a summer night. You know, we don't like to advertise the summer nights because they're like exclusive, right? Yeah. They're like a, like a little secret. You're like, man, I wish club. I could tune into a risque podcast. Yeah. Oh, this one's summer nights. Ooh, cabaret. What's that? <laughs> what's that? Nipple tassels. What's going on in this cabaret. podcast? Ooh, cabaret. What's cabaret? Is that burlesque? I think Ooh. they go, they think they, they can one gun can lean to the other. I feel like it is. It always felt ra- like cabaret slash not burlesque. I didn't know what burlesque was, but when I was a kid, Cabaret, mm-hmm. the, that word, and I feel like we went to a show. It was the only, like, acceptable expression of sex or sexuality that w- was ever acknowledged in my entire adolescence. For my, uh, I was like, it's kind of horny. It was like too. eleven years old or whatever, and it was like, I, I, yeah, I remember it was like, oh, kind of, kind of blue humor. And it's all and a tease. people in, bo- in bustiers mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, this doesn't seem okay. And then my, like, but like my, my were there any high kicks? Or were there high kicks involved? Yeah, I think okay. so. There's high kicks and pantyhose and all, yep. all you know, yeah. the whole night. Later hosing. Yeah, all kinds of hosing. And I and I, and, and I was like, Damn I was hosen. like, this is like, this is okay. And my stepmom was like, was like, oh yeah, it's cabaret. It's culture, is what. It's cabaret. It's been around forever. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so this is kind of like a strip thing, right? So this is fine? And they were like, yeah, it's cabaret. It's like when I watched, because nothing dirty is going to happen there, right? But it's it's yeah. like when I, my friend Justin Frode and I in fifth or sixth grade found his stepdad's copy of some Andrew Dice Clay special. Right. And But it had like a, a video, like sketches and stuff in between yeah. Yeah, stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty risque. Yeah, sure. Pretty naughty. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. still like, Dice nothing's going to happen. He's yeah. just being vulgar. Yeah. Right? He's just well, saying so, nasty words. It was so horny to us. Oh, yeah. We were totally so true. horny for this, true. whatever this gross, greasy old man was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, but nothing happened. Same H- thing. Nothing's going to happen. baby. Yeah, nothing's going to happen on the cabaret. Nothing's going to happen with Dice. Nothing's he's not, he's going home alone. No, yeah. He's not. He's gross. Hey, well, he's going home <laughs> with that big light up jacket that says Dice Rules. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. He still doesn't want to get hit, and, hit yeah, by traffic. You know, I agree. I agree. I have I also have strong, strong memories of mm-hmm. Andrew Dice Clay. And Porkies. Porkies? Yeah, the first one. Interesting. So Porkies His stepdad had that too. It was all at Justin Froden's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Porky's is a uh, an interesting one, but I feel like Andrew Dice Clay was the the comic, like the vulgar comic of our generation coming of age. You know, because I feel because yeah. like, because you, you've got uh, George Carlin. That was for some people like, oh, I shouldn't be listening to George Carlin. The the um, uh, Rudy Ray Moore and Dolomite uh, mm. doing his nasty stories um, and. Uh, his stand-up bit, and then uh, Richard Pryor, Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy, you know, like sort of yeah. along the line, where the, the 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 shit you're not supposed to watch as a kid, uh-huh. but that you think is really funny, and that a lot is really crude humor. And I feel like we really got the uh, short end of the stick <laughs> with a- Andrew Dice Clay because there wasn't a lot of intelligence behind the jokes, though. Not like, at with all. The, with everyone else you just mentioned, there was some intelligence, absolutely, some some, some, there some was... pros, some really good stuff in there. Yeah, but Dice, yeah, we don't need to talk about Dice anymore. He's a little, little 
weirdo. Horny. Horny weirdo man. Super horny guy. Probably still is. Yeah. We're here to talk about Just Lucha. fucking old ladies in nursery rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> Lucha today. We're talking Lucha. Yeah, because summer days really... Uh, horny old men. Summer, summer days... We're going to get a horny men tonight, probably. Summer days, though... <laughs> cannibalized it cannibalized most of the summer it did because yeah. we thought lex was gonna happen and lex never happened yeah right. and so it, it it pushed our lucha series to the side yeah it was the covid of podcast themes yeah yeah it was like a covid within a covid of podcasting you yeah. get it yeah you know what i was saying kind of a covid within a covid yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of the world we're living in now but lucha underground episode 11 and 12 are what we're going to watch tonight. We finished off, I think 9 and 10 were, one of them, I think there might have been specials. They weren't like a pay-per-view, but they were special, maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember how Big Rick has been. I don't remember uh, if any heat's been been shown. They gave the belt out. Oh, yes, the the belt. Aztec Warfare match. Yes, and I made a comment about the belt. No future spoilers. Right. I said that belt looks like shit. (laughs) I think is what I said. No future spoilers, though. No future spoilers. So, um, have you been like for the last, you know, month and a half? Have it just pining for Lucha Underground series, or what's been, what's been going? Yeah, on? I mean, we've had a lot to try and fit in um, in summer days. You know, yeah. sort of hoping to complete the series, but we obviously that's not going to happen. Yeah, we because ended on they, episode nine of they, ten. They never. Um, Uploaded the British Bulldog or Lex Luger yeah. icons episode. British was going to so. be like a bonus summer day, but that didn't happen that either. I didn't even app, you know, none of it. So it was a big waste of time, but that's all right. Do you think so, the Hart family, Brett's like, they're not going to release the Bulldog. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> I really wish, really wish they would have released Davies episode, you know. Talking to my sister, she's not happy about Diana. it. Diana. Diana. Your kid sucks. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's a bummer. Anyway, so Summer Days cannibalized everything, so we've been away from Lucha Series. We're back with it tonight, today, whenever you listen to this, Mm. and I'm pumped because I miss, I miss, I miss my horny commentary guys. Yeah, me too. Not their horny comments, but just them in general. Just them being, yeah. Um, And I miss, I miss, I, I, it's weird because I say I miss Penta, because he's different in Lucha Underground. He's more angry. Right. He's younger. Yeah. He's hungrier. It's more violent Penta. Breaks arms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get to any of that, yep. I have this question for you that I've been thinking about all day. Uh-huh. It's just like, because I wanted to ask you this question to you. Fuck you, I'm asking my own. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? We already talked about her off mic. Ruby. Ruby. Oh, yeah. Ah. Ruby, 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 so So she debuted on All Out, uh, which we briefly talked about on the post show last week because we were just so enamored with everything on that pay-per-view. A lot of stuff got fell through the cracks. Um, but Ruby Soho debuted in the Battle Royale. Battle Royal. <laughs> yep. And uh, she was the Joker, so last one in, but last one out. She won, but kind of a controversy online. Oh, really? That's Rio was never eliminated. Truly, we well, I missed that. No, I think it was an accident. Uh huh. And it's not really talking about online, but yeah. people I've noticed it, and I saw some tweets that were like, "Hey, Rio went through the middle rope." Oh. And when it was a Jamie Hater, she tossed Rio, and Rio went through the middle rope, barely caught on camera. But what did get caught on camera was Jamie Hater going 
I didn't eliminate her. I didn't like say, talking to the ref. She's not eliminated. Oh, Almost breaking yeah. Character. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. All I could focus on was the bottom left of the screen yeah, when it happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they just cut the camera and they never spot. So Rio is still in the match. Wow. Technically. And now, but now she's tagged on Rampage. She tagged with Ruby. And that match is great. Whenever you watch it, you're going to love it. It's, th- it's three on three. Mm. DMD, Rebel, and Hater versus Soho, Chris, and Ruby. Already wait. So <laughs> Riho and Soho and Statlander. Six Ooh. person tag. It's that sounds good. great. It's good. Yeah. And she does this move in a hot tag. Ruby does. Real hot tag. On either Reba, Rebel, or. Um, hater mm-hmm. um it's like this just this power slam backbreaker thing it's really great it looked great um i'm i heard when she was being interviewed after all out that this is the first time people have ever chanted her name ruby yeah oh which is crazy i thought that she would get maybe they were chanting riot squad i guess i don't yeah. know but that was that made that i watched all those little news things after all out i skipped through some of it but with yeah, the interviews sure. with all the new talent and whatnot, and she she mentioned that, and it's which is really I just she's my favorite wrestler. Great pick, yeah. great but pick. I hear you have a favorite wrestler. Yeah, like I, you've been you've been texting me all day. Like I got this wrestler. I got a wrestler. I got two. I had two last week. Yeah, who you know your favorite wrestler. You know who they are. You know who they are. Oh yeah, oh, zero yeah. Oh, yeah. miedo. Did you know this in the lyrics the in the song? It says tag team champion. Sarah's up, M's down. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's real cool. Yeah. It's real cool. Yeah, they are awesome. Uh, they're awesome. They're the new tag champs. If you watched all out, you know that match was um, thrilling, absolutely thrilling, and so. Much of it was so good, and so little of it was bad. When we were watching it, I think I made a comment. It was like maybe 15, 20 minutes into the match. Yeah. It was like, the, the, neither team has stopped moving. Oh, it was amazing. Like, they just, yeah. it was fluid the whole time. Oh. Just, that's a lot of, wow. It was gorgeous. And I, I loved the finish of the match. I loved um, so much of the psychology of the match. Like, it was just really... Good stuff, and it and it made um, Ray it really was making made, friends with one side of that cage. Yeah, well, it made the, <laughs> it made the cage match feel special yeah. on the card and yeah. very and, and distinct from the other stuff, you know, because it's kind of like you know you've seen one cage match, you've seen them all. Yeah, but I thought they were really creative. You know you what know? was good about it? Huh. No one was trying to escape. That wasn't the point, right? They wanted to be in that. Well, yeah. They didn't want the Bucks. Obviously, didn't want to be in the cage. But yeah. they're not going to try and escape. They're going to fucking fight out in the cage. Stupid door's not going to open thirty times mm-hmm. with a slow crawl. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. No, you, you're in. I, listen, I'm lifting weights now. Yeah. All right. You know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to move yeah. my own body weight yeah. from yeah. the assisted dip. Right. Maybe I'm twenty pounds helping out. Totally, yeah, but I think I could slide across. Could the, slide, especially across. when I'm grabbing a rope and then mm-hmm. you have something to pull. Like, come on! No, I agree. I, I think it's a better the escape rule. Maybe under under specific circumstances, just you, cut you, the door. Escape rule is great. Just leave the door out. It, uh, yeah, right. Maybe you chain the door. But I really like the pinfall or submission in the yeah. cage. I think mm-hmm. that's great, and it like it keeps the people out that are not supposed to be involved in the match. Which. Was that the original intention of the cage, or was it for spectacle? My understanding is that it was, well, I think it was both for spectacle and for, it was the idea that, like, these guys are so dangerous, and they have disregarded the rules so much, and, like, 
gone out and fought in the audience and 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 used a bunch of foreign weapons and all that that like the only thing that we can do to keep everyone safe as they watch this match is to put a cage around them yeah so where it's like you guys figure it out a lot of times like a, a, they're like we're not sanctioning it like yeah we'll have it on the card like people want to see it but whatever happens is not our responsibility and you guys uh, fight it out until one of you can't go anymore. Yeah, basically. So, so I, so I think the escape thing is kind of it, it's counter uh, productive to that yeah. to that end, right? What also I agree with all of that from AEW's point of view with the cage because we're gonna do a cage match episode eventually. And we'll learn more about history. Yeah, when we do that. Yeah, we definitely should. Um, like we did with the ladder match. Um, but oh yes, the production of AEW. I like how there was the one camera operator in the bottom right corner yeah. in the cage behind the turnbuckle yeah um an, uh, made for a really dynamic view viewpoint of the match yeah there was no uh cage holes for the camera to go through there was no uh cage in, in front of your face in the close-ups because you had that camera behind the turnbuckle it was really it was cool it was great yeah and i, and I think also just just a uh a great job by the the truck like the the director and everybody yeah behind the scenes because after watching that punk thing i have so much respect for that team back there yeah well it's like it, i really we i think we both really got lost in the match yeah where we were we, we ceased to be um observers of uh, with grown, like grown grown men <laughs> that are, have ideas and, and and opinions and stuff and we just got really into it and started enjoying it like kids yeah, yeah. and we how to it was that's that's what I'm it's gonna, all about I'm, I'm gonna say that camera angle really helped for that I mean, because no. you're just like yeah. right in front of your face yeah it was like being a front row yeah it was, it was the camera it was, it so was great also i felt like like that cameraman or camera person was maybe in danger being yeah. in there a little bit yeah yeah it felt like good. like they're trying felt, to get away it felt good <laughs> yeah yeah that's why i was like that's yeah that's precisely they're, they're kind of like okay i gotta yeah, get uh, the, oh there's a cage bit. i can't oh, lean back okay, anymore. okay well i gotta you know which is so different from the wwe thing where yeah. they're like like no we're manipulating it yeah even though um it's like the the camera operators don't are are not actually existing in time and space as people but, right, but it's only like what happens on the lens. But I really like the idea that the camera operators are a part of the production. Well, like their physical bodies have to fit places and run into yeah. things. And and yes, they do zoom in from time to time, of course, but not rapid like on WWE. Yeah, but it's almost like um, I think it was James Cameron because he's a phenomenal director. Um, sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes. Whenever he wants to do his movies, though, he never wants to do a fake shot a shot that couldn't be physically done by a human and a camera right by if it's by a computer and obviously a human can't, a camera can't do it he never wants those shots mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's what the zooming out feels like to me yeah because my eyes don't do that no 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 <laughs> one's they eyes do, no I one's need eyes to stop do driving that. no one's eyes do that yeah so yeah being a part of it being as a character almost yep. it it makes that really cool directorial directorial vision of, of the whole production. And it feels more authentic and it feels like it's an actual, um, like a live event that yeah. you're watching. Which right? is the same thing we see with WCW, at least right now on fight bites where the cameras close in the, behind their back. If they go leave the ring and stuff like that. True. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to say was Penta and Phoenix's walkout was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It was so good. They're, they're, 
costumes were off the charts. Yeah, their headdresses were so Amazing. good. Amazing. Whoever made those is a uh, royalty in my eyes. You yeah. are the the king, queen, ruler, emperor, empress of uh, costume design. Mm-hmm. They were just 100 out of 100. Yeah. Perfect. Even the robes and the four extras. You know, they're the ones doing the zeros up, M's down. They're doing oh, the, yeah. the really cheesy dance. <laughs> honestly, this. honestly <laughs> I didn't really even notice that. Yeah. But I mean, I did. I did. But the left was side was so, real awkward. I was so focused on Penta and yeah. Phoenix because of their headdresses. They were so cool. Some of the behind the scene vlog stuff that I watched, they saw that during production. <laughs> track. It's it's a, it's Baron Black was one of them. And I didn't recognize the other three wrestlers from the Nightmare oh, okay. Factory. But yeah, they're all Nightmare Factory guys doing that. But it was yeah. man. It was God the opposite damn. of Jerrica's entrance. Oh my was, God. Which was absolutely the low point of the Oh my video. God. We didn't talk about it last week, but again on that behind the scenes, they showed that too. I think it was Evil Uno filming from the stands and it's, it was not good live either, Mike. Yeah, it didn't the guitar, seem good. it's some kind of yeah. noise latency between when he played it, when they got to their ears and then when they sang with it. Yeah. It was like three different things happening at once. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Just I think him, I, I turned to you. I said, "This is bad." Oh, it's bad. They should have <laughs> just it just have him play along with the track as it's blasting yes. through the arena, right? So, he, so he has something. To the guitars. I know yeah. it's your song, dude. I know you probably wrote that riff, but at least it'll be in your ears. Maybe he did have the whole song in his in his ears. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. It was bad, but it was bad. It was bad. Okay. Well, anyway, there we go. There's our favorite wrestlers: Ruby Soho and the Lucha Bros. And with that. I'm going to move us along to everybody's favorite segment. Okay, so I do have some shithouses for you. Perfect, great. And I need to know if they are shithouses. I think they are, but I need you to tell me. So my first one I have, I just labeled it fishing. This is a tweet from Serena. Thank you, Serena. <clears throat> the caption is, when you take your daughters fishing in Florida and they catch their first cocaine. Smiley face. And we have a super cool image <laughs> of two sisters, presumably. Mm-hmm. Someone's daughters. Uh, blonde-haired gals. They are in their life vests, which is good. Safety first. Safety first. first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're on um, a, looks to be a very nice... Uh, fishing boat could be a rental, could be an own. We don't know. Um, behind them, I imagine, I would hope, is their brother. Looks like a brother type. Looks like a brother type. Wearing, wearing real brother stuff. Sunglasses. Back there. Throwing up the, the best hand sign. The hang loose. Yeah, the, the best double, hand sign. The double hang loose. Uh, Emily is never going to listen to this, but yeah. Emily Shankman has been calling out the hang loose. I know. And I've told her she can keep doing that, but eventually. She's going to love the hang loose. Oh, yeah. And it's going to take over. Because I did it, too, ironically. Yeah. I fucking love it now. Now you're now, yeah. When I get a kill in Overwatch, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> all by myself alone. <laughs> and so he's almost doing... Uh, bunny ears. Bunny ears. But with the, but with the, but with the horny hang loose. And uh, anyway, his sisters are holding what appear to be um, a cup, several kilos of cocaine. Yeah, yeah sea otter uh, size. Sea otter size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're yeah, not yeah. big girls. No, 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 no. These are, yeah, this is like, you know, if they 
they're like manta rays, Eight, but nine year olds. Yeah, seven, but with four. Co- but with cocaine. <laughs> um, and uh, that's uh, that's the image. Very cool. Why it's a very you... cool image. Yeah. yeah. This is this is uh, a fantastic idea where you <laughs> you accidentally catch a bunch of drugs and then you have your kids pose with them you, and you post it. Do you think they caught them via net? Were they fishing with nets? Maybe had to be. Yeah, I I, I it, it, it couldn't be. They they hooked two different kilos yeah. of cocaine. Yeah, like no way. Or. Now, again, I like to take the internet internet at face value. Yeah. Is this fake? I didn't think it's about that. It's a lawyer until... family. Okay. Look at this comment down here. It's a lawyer family. They found duffel bags of pot and gave it to the authorities. Oh, it's just pot? It's not fun anymore if it's just pot. It's just pot, I guess. All right. Is it shithouse? Yeah. Cool. It's still yeah, the shithouse. Photo, I mean, yeah. Still, you guys, it's, it's, the, it's the old... Uh, Drugs on the table photo op, but you did it with your kids. What do you think of the girl on the left? Her face. What does that tell you? <laughs> I'm like she's she's doing it just to humor her mother. Like this happens a lot. This like just below. all kinds of things. We found some free ice cream and they're posing with ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else looks excited though. They look excited. I mean, one of the brother wants to hang loose. He does. He's definitely hanging loose back there. Uh okay. So it's shit house. Perfect. It's shit house for sure. Um, I think actually I'm going to, you're about to steal your, actually, I think I'm going to give you two as well. All right. I'm ready for them. Um, this is a, uh, a fight that happened in Invicta fighting championships, which is the all women's, um, fighting league, MMA league. Yep. And, um, it's, uh, it's one of the neatest things I've ever seen. Okay. So the, uh, uh, Invicta FC. At Invicta Fights. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dakota Burnett knocks out uh, Danelle Taylor to claim the Invicta FC Strawweight Championship at FC 44. And then the actual tra- or tweet, not track, is from at Grabaka underscore Hitman. Kapusa is the name. And it says, I mean, holy shit. 27 second video. Here we go. Oh, oh, let me turn that down. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's gnarly, right? So here's what's fun. Yeah. So lady that got kicked, she's going to wake up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And be like, why does my nose hurt now, too? Because yes. Because she got kicked in the nose after she was knocked out on her feet. She was totally out on her she, feet. She like, got hit it was what, like twice a, it was like inside a, of the like head, I think. Like a video game. Yeah. And then yeah. just knocked out and then just... You're, Crack your nose. It was like that was, that was like a Mortal Kombat fatality. That, yeah, that, that uh, round that round kick to the face. So it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes. He gets two rights to the side of the head. No one, just one, one. just one clock right to like here. Yeah, by the ear and jaw, knocks her out on her feet. And just a kick to the nose. Yeah, of course it shit outs. <laughs> I mean, holy shit, Capoose is right. Yeah, yeah, it really, <laughs> uh, it really made my day. Yeah, that works. That works. Great. Everyone, please go to our Twitter and see these because that is a video you're not going to want to just hear us talk about. No, you're going to want to see that for yourself because it was delicious. 
Uh, and if you do want to find us, that's at Tope Suicida Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And if you want to find Bo, he's at Bo Rosser. And I am at Mike from TV on Twitter, at Mike from Television on Instagram. Those are some good little plugs you got for the listeners. Yeah. But now I got a good little photo for you on your Twitter. I want you to go look at okay. it. Okay. I got Tell me if good, it's shit house. I got a good little photo for you. I called you. it Harry Skelly. Okay. And that describes it. Okay. This is a tweet from Bridget Moser. And um, the caption is, oh, hi. Sorry. Uh, didn't see you there. And what I'm, uh, it's up there with the Pringles can. What I'm looking at here is, a is a human skeleton. It's a human skeleton that's been covered in. Why are you scrolling? Is there it's more? Been, it's been, it's been covered in, in a shag, like kind of a pink shag carpet. It looks like the Dumb and Dumber van. It does, shag yeah, yeah. It looks like the shag and it's wagon, like the but same color. I it's think, the shag and wagon, too. but with but with the human. How does it make you feel? Like you internalize your. What are you internalizing right well, now? Well, here's the thing. It, it it's even it, it's especially horrifying because it is this kind of off. It's this like dirty pink color. Yeah. yeah. So it has it is it is vaguely flesh flesh color. It's like saline snap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The saline tang. <laughs> Um, it, and, but also there's a quality of like, especially in the face. It's very well done. Of of like, um, kind of a, kind of a cave, like a, like a Harry and the Hendersons kind of a quality. Oh, I thought you meant like quality and like someone took time to do it because they obviously did. Well, no, that too. But (laughs) I mean, and, and then, and then the very last part, the very last part. Yeah. That I'm going to show you. Oh. That's a little. Just a little. Oh, so am I looking at the neck or the teeth? What am I focusing on? Well, <laughs> kind of all, kind of all, mostly the neck, but kind of the neck and the teeth. So, what but, do you think the really, collar the, that was on this creature? What would the collar say? Because it obviously was wearing a collar. Yeah, the collar would definitely say something. It would say like, like um, smiley, because <laughs> it's got big old toothy grin. No, I think it would say something like hold. Hold my beer. It would say hold my beer on like a bone. That was worth it, I think. The whole, I think the length of the wait for that one was worth it. <laughs> Those and teeth then, are fucking terrifying. The, I, ne- I, didn't, I never zoomed in. The so teeth, ne- and then. Wait, what? <laughs> there's a cat and, in the doorway. Yeah, there's a cat that's creeping. Why did I miss all this? Yeah, there's a cat that's creeping. <laughs> it's like a fuzzier Luther. Yeah, so I bet that cat chews the hell out of that. Because sometimes I'll catch Luther chewing on the end, end of the broom. Yeah, and the, I bet those that hair is kind of like got a broom bristle quality. Yeah. So this is um, so this is shit house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the caller would say bone down. Bone down. Bone down. Okay. Do you want me to edit? <laughs> okay, I got another one for you. Okay, another name for the caller or another shit house? Ah! All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The smile not zoomed in. It's so happy. <laughs> and then you zoom in. And it's creepy. Horrifying. Sharp teeth. Absolutely horrifying. You remember um, a few weeks ago when, maybe it was a couple of months ago, when I, I we had a little bit of a disagreement about what would what you would do if somebody was trying to take advantage of you in the ring. 
as right, a wrestler. Right. Somebody right. was stiffing you, and somebody yeah, was, yeah, 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 was yeah, yeah. you know, we were, throwing, we were weighing pot- intent versus throwing potatoes at you, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I said that the proper reaction, once you've discerned that this is a person that is disrespecting you, yeah, is to stiff them back, and then if it turns into a shoot, it turns into a shoot. Yeah. And your take on it was, no, you keep acting professional and yeah. get the shit kicked out of you, and then when you go backstage, you tell an adult. You just added something. What? You just added, added as if this person is beating me up the entire time, when the original discussion was if it was one botched move. No, I didn't say it was a botched move. I said somebody was stiffing you and giving you potatoes. We can't go back and research this. Okay. But keep All going. Right. So I, I, I'm not saying that it would be justified if it was just one, mm-hmm. right? Because then you're like, okay, it was one. Mm-hmm. So maybe I give you a little something back and then you get the message and mm-hmm. we, you know, and then, and then we're cool. But if it's a repeated thing, then, uh, yeah, I think that that the code of honor has to be a certain, and, and that's where this comes in. Okay. This is a, an old, uh, ring of honor match with everyone's favorite wrestler, Loki. And he decided that he wasn't, um, well, I'll just let you see what he does. Okay. Uh, the first is from Mang's mullet. We love Mang's mullet at Mang's mullet. Hall of fame account. The shit is so uncomfortable, uncomfortable to watch. And this is going to be the video, but the actual tweet is from Jordan Grace, Trisha Parker. This is Class A Assault by Legal Definition. Okay, so Loki is uh, giving this man a concussion over and over. So I need, I, see, I need, I gotta turn it down. You see, he's still beating him up for 36 seconds. See, I need more history on this match now, though. Yeah, we gotta find out what this is. Because when, when it happened and why. Because based off what I'm seeing in the video presented, it's a uh, red tied guy, the guy in the tie shirt, yeah. did something stupid. Well, I mean, I think, I think he didn't quite jump the way that Loki wanted him to. <laughs> I know, and to now like Loki's... Uh, well, I don't know if that qualifies as something stupid as much as it is maybe you just made a normal human mistake. Yeah, yeah. So so this... Okay, so let's dial back to our conversation then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In my head, this is how the conversation... This is how it went. You, you think I would be like yes. defending Loki in this situation? Uh, yes. Okay. But no. I know you're not. No, because no, it's no. obvious. My... my intention was to be like was to be if someone tried to do what loki's doing to i forget that other wrestler's name oh so if you're the red guy yes if if someone started to do that to me then yes you would have to yeah like if you tried to irish whip me after he kicked me in the face 15 times there's no way i'm going to the corner okay so (laughs) okay so so i I, I didn't put in the scenario fist fight the scenario of, of you being in this match i wasn't if you're the red guy, yeah, of course you would retaliate if you could because he's your nose is now in the back of your head. That's true. But but he still takes the Irish whip after all that. You know what that tells me? The red guy is professional. The red guy is <laughs> or so concussed he's just scared. scared. About it. Yeah. Yeah, well, Loki sucks. Um, from what I understand, he's not a great guy. Yeah. So Seems like not the best dude. Yeah. Anyway, that sucks. So it's anyway, shit house. Is it shit house? Well, it's shithead. <laughs> I, I think it's shit. I think it's the first shithead. Is what I think it is. Ooh, it's shithead. Yeah. I yeah. like that. So, uh, Ring of Honor handshakes before this match. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Now, there's, there's the shit houses. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna watch some Lucha yeah. Underground now. We're, and when we come back, we're gonna be extra quiet because it'll be right. 
Nope, it's we're doing a late dope. It's a summer night. Summer nights. Because the neighbors, they don't want us hooting and hollering about how big Rick is. You know? No, we're going to have a very calm adult conversation about how big Rick was in these two episodes. If he's present. So if he's, yeah. Again, everyone, just go to Tubi. Ingrid is full on snoring behind Mike. Tubi TV. You know what? Start an account. It's free. Watch some ads, but watch it with us. Watch it with us. All three seasons are on there. We're digging through it. So we'll see you after the break. Welcome back. Yeah. Starting to heat up. Ooh, Starting to heat up, Blue John Underground. Kind of warm Getting in kind here. Kind of warm and Getting hot. warm in here. Not as sexy as it could have been. These two episodes. Mm. But sexy enough. Se- mm. What What do we think about that main event we just watched? Yeah. Well, I don't want to. Let's get to it in its okay. due time. Let's get to it in its due time. How did that first, how did episode 11 start even? So 11, there was, there were some matches on this card. Oh, 11 started with the big. The big betrayal. Yes, right. So uh, I think then we should probably just mm-hmm. le- lead right into yeah. uh, how big Rick was in this episode. Yeah, how big was Rick? So I have. Uh, can I? Do you mind if yeah, I? Yeah, please. So I started. Uh, I wrote Rick was boot cut big. Yeah, because we noticed his big old boot cut jeans. He was smoking that cigar. He was in the stands. Yeah, he was in the walkway even being a a a, a, a roadblock to anyone needing to get popcorn or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Um, very big at that moment, but later on, Mike, later on he got tricked and betrayed big. Yeah. And from there, no longer big in the episode. No longer in the episode. Right. So ebbs and flows for me with Rick this episode. So, so for me, it's all about perspective. Okay. Like for me, this was an episode where Rick was big. Rick was big in this episode uh on the stairs he was big with the cigar now when you say perspective do you mean like where you're sitting in relation to to rick like when you see him he looks bigger than he actually is because he looked small by the end of the episode to me well or do you that's the problem of perspective because to me rick looked fucking huge at the end of the episode because he got jumped from behind (laughs) by three by three crazy small dudes (laughs) Who took out his knee and then stabbed him in the eye with a lit cigar? Yeah. So, uh, to me, that did not make me that Rick was any less big. Yeah. It just meant that the pack of hyenas had acted in self-preservation. Yeah. And had taken their their money from Dario. So I feel like Rick was still Rick was still that lion. He was still that that huge zebra. You know, so he's the hunter and the hunted. Yeah, it just in that moment. In that moment, he was indeed. In that moment, he yeah. was the hunted, but it, he was still big game, right? You know what I'm he's saying? Still, yeah, he was still the biggest game you know, on the block. You know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. yeah but was, now he has one less eye or cheek or whatever. Yeah, one we don't know. We'll see. Well, I know. No future spoilers. No future spoilers. Yes. So what else we talk about these matches or not yeah. matches, but these shows, these episodes? Yeah. Is the commentary has a tendency to be horny sometimes mm-hmm. it's gotten better which is kind of ruining this bit which is a bummer but in this episode episode yeah. 11 what moments of horniness did just stood out to you i thought if this, any yeah i thought this was a pretty horny episode uh i i think that uh the betrayal mm-hmm. up top was pretty horny um i think 
honestly, the, I, I have a, a, a rating for this episode that kind of fits right in with this. Okay. Yeah. And it's one out of one horny hog ties. Oh, yeah. Because it was kind of like a, a dom sub situation. It there. was. Yeah. That last, the last Lucha standing underground yeah. match. Drago versus yeah. King Cuerno. Cuerno. And Cuerno won by tying Drago to the ring post. Yeah. Around. He's like, Drago, put this rope in your mouth. Like around his throat multiple times and then in his mouth. Put this in your mouth, Drago. Yeah. There was there's definitely people in the audience, not just Vampiro, that were like, ooh. Oh. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> How's he going to get out of that? Oh, no. I bet he can. Don't tie him down. It's really tight. That, that, that Mark's tight. That looks like Bimby. Does anyone have the key for my dick cage, though? Because I know the ropes are tied, but I'm really tied right now. I can't help. <laughs> it's going to be a while. I took a Cialis. I don't know why I took it. I took it earlier. Should not have done that. Should not have done that. See, it's not supposed to work until you touch it, but I did not anticipate yeah. the cage being yeah. so cold yeah. and yeah. triggering yeah. the drug Triggered it. Yep, it was an autonomic response from my from my autonomic nervous system now I, mark i really hope you have that key anyway that's a little clint for you yeah um also, i had I love a, i love that we watched lucha underground with the subtitles on because we didn't want to be too too yeah, loud we did, for yeah. your neighbors. and then now you're screaming it's you know, i forget sometimes. the only problem with the subtitles mm. is that it felt like the credits were on the entire time yeah because i kept thinking the episode's over <laughs> That yeah. is the credits. But anyway, I have a sexy moment. Oh, great. Yeah. And legitimately really sexy. Ooh. When um, a sexy star is in there with El, Mar- El Mariachi Loco. Oh, yeah. And yep. she's she's got it tied up from the, from behind her belly to back there. Yep. yep. And then he just stands up straight, gets his posture perfect. Yeah, sure. Puts well, his hands on his head. He's a mariachi. And then he starts gyrating those hips. Yeah. And she doesn't want it. She's not attracted to this mariachi no one is not a single soul she backs up releases the hold sexy and smart el mariachi loco del loco del loco that's not it whatever his name is no that's you're thinking you're mixing it with del taco mariachi del taco (laughs) so i want to apologize to everybody uh uh, us being stupid (laughs) we're 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 dumb We're done. The we're bass player of the mariachi done. band at Del Taco is real done. bummed about COVID because no one eats in anymore. And what little action they got at their Del Taco job with playing songs for people's birthdays. Now it's just non-existent. It's just a tough gig. It's a tough gig. It's that's got to be a that's got to be a sketch somewhere with it's just like a mariachi band and just an inappropriately small Mexican food restaurant. It's just so small. At the food truck. It's so small. Um, I think a zero for the heat sheet. On zero, that yeah. I think, right? uh, no future spoilers, but zero on the next episode, too. Episode 12. Zero on the next episode. Uh, but no, good. so good main event. I like that main event between Cuerno and Drago. Yeah. Um, I, I liked the development with uh, with Rick. And mm-hmm. um, it's always nice to see Sexy Star out there. Uh, and you know that the, uh, you know. Vampiro is gonna be horny. Yeah, even the first match before the the big Rick uh, thing happened, where, where it was the where it was Cortez and 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 Cisco versus uh, Pimpinella and and El Mascarita. Oh yeah, that was pretty horny. Yeah, it was really good match. Yeah, 
Usually, uh, Masquerita and Pimpinella, when they're in the match, it's not like a wrestling, wrestling match, yeah. you know? But there was lots of wrestling, wrestling in this yeah. match. I loved it. And Pimpy kissed people. Pimpy kissed people, and you know what? All over the Pimpy place. paid for it, though. smooches everywhere <laughs> and everybody. Do you have a rating for this this whole show? Well, the, we're, on the, we're on to the next episode, right? No, no. If you have any more ratings for this episode, though. No, just the uh, so just have... the horny hog tie. Okay. One out of one horny hog tie. <laughs> well, so I that, one, that, that, that's really what resonated for me about this episode. Yeah. So yeah. what resonated for me about this episode was the one out of one martial arts guru that apparently Vampiro is. Right. Because he mentioned that. Yeah. In yeah, fact, yeah, I had to yeah. click back, rewind, just yeah. to see the exact <laughs> words that he called <laughs> to himself. Make sure that, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one out of one martial arts guru, yeah, that... which, again, I want to preface this to say that that is Vampiro is the guru in yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really great. <laughs> Episode 12. A can, he's the Canadian guru. Yeah, Canadian, he's Canadian guru. He's Canadian martial arts guru. Canadian misfit guru, luchador. Right. So episode 12 was fun. The main event was killer. The the the, the trio's tag. Yeah. Ups and downs. I, I, I mm-hmm. almost fell asleep. <laughs> it's late, y'all. It's yeah. late, and I kind well, of we nodded off a bit. We had a hard day. We had a hard day. I nodded yeah, off a bit. A long, hard day. In the triple threat match, but for what I saw, it was really good. But it was kind yeah. of a drag. Once we got to the main event, Cage versus Puma. Yeah, that's the cage I think Mike wants to see. A cage that hits hard. Mostly, yeah. A stiff cage. Yeah. A singlet cage. Yeah. A cage that takes like a, a leather mean, belt like a, and says "fuck you, leather just belt." Just like a mean cage that isn't worried about what kind of cool moves he can do. Yeah. You know. And then that can rip leather. They can just he rips leather in half. They stole that from a kickboxer, Van Damme. Oh, yeah. Van Damme, yeah. How did you feel about that in this match, though? I think it's fine. I think yeah, it's I great. liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm going to do it. So when the belt got introduced last week or the week yeah. before, yeah, when did. I first yeah. saw it, I was like, that is cheap as shit. That was like a cheap but ass it, belt. But now we know why. It was cheap because he rips the shit out of it. Cage wanted to rip it in half. <laughs> and it makes sense. Although I don't, I, I don't fully understand why Cage started got so frustrated that he pushed the referee and then gave him a low blow i mean i get it puma can stay champion and stuff but like but he's so i i I pictured as like he's cage he saw the interview last week he wants to fucking he thinks he's better than everyone else and he can't put puma away in 10 minutes that would get you frustrated right yeah okay 15 minutes it's a long match yeah but if he can't have the belt no one can no one can and puma it's so sad. I know. He's like, my belt. My beautiful belt. This. I worked so hard for this belt. Before we even talk about ratings for the episode, yeah. though. This was a horny episode. This was a horny episode. Yeah. But Vampiro called uh, uh, Mil Mortes, uh valet ferociously sexy. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote here, Vamp is super horny for Katrina. Katrina. As soon as she showed up on camera, he was all cartoon wolf. Yeah, like the the first shot, they come down the stairs, and there's yeah. a camera shot of her profile, obviously. Yeah. yeah, and 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 Vamp goes, oh, oh, he like made some noises. His like <laughs> eyes were popping out of his sockets, like the big old horn dog. <laughs> like we know Katrina's a beautiful woman, you horn dog. Keep your eyeballs in your head. <laughs> so I'm glad that we both thought that one same moment so was horny. sexy. So horny, <laughs> ridiculously horny. Oh, you know, I think, well, here's the thing. I think that the main event was horny. Yeah, I thought Cage's abs trying to escape his black singlet. Yeah. And just how the light hit it just right, and you could see every single yeah. vein and muscle in yeah. his abs. Horny. Yeah. but And and, and, and Prince Puma also. Mm-hmm. Very, like, I feel like he's a very, very horny character. 
Yeah. Just like a feral, like a feral cat With man. Like tight it's muscles like tight and skin. And like greasy. Like yeah. he, his back is so tight it's and like muscly. Like a muscly cat. cat. Man. Like a feral cat man. <laughs> muscly. Yeah. Okay, well, that brings me to... Um, Wait, don't my... get there yet, because oh, you, you, I feel, are you going to a rating? Yeah. Because I feel like you skipped something. What did I skip? How no, big was no, Rick in there was no heat, There was no heat sheets. How big was Rick, though? Oh, yeah, good point. Okay, and there's, so... No, it makes sense that you skipped him, though, because I said Rick is very small in this episode. Oh, interesting. He's not really in it. Yeah. He's talked about. Yeah. He's shown in the recap. But he's a very small man in this yeah. episode, and it make it hurts me to say it. I think Rick in this episode played the role of Obi Big Kenobi. Obi Big Kenobi. Obi Big Kenobi, yeah. who had been he had been struck down, but he is in the process Old of bang. becoming Old bang. more bigger than you more could bigger. possibly imagine. So I think from the shadows, mm-hmm. I feel like Rick was huge. Rick was like it, but like. He was Ethe- looming. He was ethereal big. So, okay, picture this. this episode, episode 11, Darth Vader, yeah. the three goons, mm-hmm. are fighting. <laughs> What'd you call him? Obi-Big Kenobi. Obi-Big Kenobi. And Luke looks over, and Obi-Big Kenobi's like, just go. Yeah. And the three goons swipe him, and he falls yeah. into his robe and disappears. Right. But his presence in the next episode is felt. Right. As if his force ghost is talking to Yoda, like, I can't. You gotta train this kid. Yeah, but it's that's exactly what I just fucking said. I just thought I'd recap it as a more. I want to make it clearer. You want to so for the people that are stupid, we wanted to explain it more in more in uh, more niche detail detail <laughs> so that you guys would know. Yeah. Um, in case you're not big wars head, yeah, if you're not big a star wars a star, head, star like dudes, us. big star dudes. So he's small, but with that said. No, We're sorry, Rick. We disagree. Rick was not small. So Rick is big, looming. He's a looming presence. It was an. I think that the first episode we watched was a, a like a nine and a half on the Richter scale. This episode was more like a six point eight, but it was like a it was like a big six point eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about the Richter, the Richter scale, scale, and that's yeah. good to, for me to remember. You mentioned you had some ratings for the episode. Yeah, I only have one. Okay. But it's a good one. I got nine out of ten naughty sausage pumps. Ooh, yeah. That's a that's a rating about Cage. Nine out of ten naughty yeah, sausage he's, pumps. He's constantly pumping it up. Yeah, naughty or otherwise. He's being not, he's being naughty, and you know how I feel. He looks like a big sausage. I have two reviews. That, yes, that also died to Cage. Okay, because everyone, this episode is called. Uh, episode uh, 12. 12, they K- call him K-H. K-H. So, um I have 56 out of 23. Uh, enjoy your brand new monster cage. Enjoy your monster cage. Oh, Treat yeah. your cage with... <laughs> the subtitles are very good on this, this episode. Yeah, we want to recommend watching Lucha Underground with the subtitles yeah. on. Just don't confuse them with the credits. You get the brand new monster cage. And then that 100, 100, out, 100 out of 100, fuck your title, which we already kind of talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. So, Ripped it in half like it was a little cardboard mulch, children's belt. cheesecloth. Yeah. <laughs> but that was Lucha Underground, everyone, episodes 11 and 12. We hope you all watched it with us. If you have ratings, where can people send them to us? Yeah. Let us know what your ratings are. You can find us 
on social media at Tope Suicida Pod. You can find Bo individually at Bo Rosser on all social media platforms. I'm at Mike from TV on Twitter, at Mike from Television on Instagram. And if you want to email us, it's Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. We hope also, you do. Mm. This week, listeners, I was invited on Friends with Formats podcast. Oh, yeah. Which is a podcast with a couple of improviser, friend, improviser friends here locally. Uh, Alex is the host who was on the show on Tope Suicida, what, a few weeks ago? Oh, yes, a couple very, months ago. Very talented Alex Beacon. Yeah. And uh, he invited me on, and I encouraged him to invite Mike as a future guest. So you'll probably hear Mike soon, but that episode's out. Episode 43, I think. It's Ooh, with me. It's out. It's I with me. Check that out. Dana. Courtney and Alex, and we do some improv, uh, which is nerve-wracking, but I think the the, the the later scenes are really fun once yeah. I got in my groove again. That's a great that's a uh, great lineup. Yeah, it was really fun. That's a So lineup. check that out. Yeah, I will. Listeners, too, not just Mike. Mike oh, can check oh. it out. Mike, check it well, out. Well, I'm going to, yeah. and I hope that you all do as well. Friends with that? Formats. That's the tag on Instagram, so at Friends with Formats. There's one last thing we do, though, Yeah. before we close the whole show. And that is the wrestling is vacation. Yeah. Mike. We just watched Lucha Underground. And now watching all of that and all the fun stuff we've seen lately, if I were to ask you, what is wrestling? What would you tell me? Yeah. Wrestling is a roiling sea that is emotionless, powerful, and unaffected by whoever or whatever is dancing around inside of it. Wrestling is... An omnipotent force that has always been and will always be. Wrestling is the eternal battle between good and evil. The war that has waged since time immemorial between the dark side, say, people who commit murder and violence against others or, you know, don't uh, tip minimum wage workers because they don't feel like it one day. And then... The light side, people that recognize their privilege in life and give back to others who are uh, just trying to make ends meet. You've got the, these two classic archetypes that are colliding now and forever will. And that drama will be played out long after all of us are gone, but the sea will continue to rage. What's wrestling to you, Darth? Wrestling is, and I'm so glad you asked, wrestling is a question, like question, asking yourself questions. Like, if you're in a fast food restaurant and the person never presents the tip thing, would you tip them? Questions. You just got to ask yourself questions, you know? What if they ask you point blank? If you want verbally, if you want to tip and them. And that's what wrestling is, Mike. It's questions, point blank or otherwise. What if you, yeah, if it's just like another human that like makes eye contact with you and says, do you want to, 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 to tip us for our hard work? Yeah, and then that in wrestling is like questions, but there's no answers, Mike. There's no answers. It's just questions after questions, and we watch, and the stories grow, and they evolve with each other. So, like, what's going to happen with the title now that it's wrecked? Questions, Mike. Wrestling is inevitabilities. Wrestling is we're, uh, our own struggles. Wrestling is the struggles 
to answer those questions. Wrestling is baby. Tell you what, that belt wouldn't have ripped so easy if that belt maker would have gotten a tip. We'll see you next week. Tope Suicido, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening. <laughs>